Watch and listen to the talking news every day at 12 noon and 6 p.m. on Channel 96 Comcast Xfinity and Channel 30 Verizon Fios. It can be heard Mondays and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. and Wednesday at 12.30 p.m. on Channel 9 Xfinity and Channel 29 Fios. Listen anytime on the BMC Podcast Network on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search for the Belmont Media Podcast Network. And now on to the talking news. Veteran to be remembered at Townfield Courts by Lexi Peary. Teddy Lee's life was cut short fighting in the Vietnam War, but his name and legacy will be long remembered at the Townfield Courts in Belmont. A proposal made by Assistant Police Chief James McIsaac to name the courts after Lee was recently approved by the selectmen. Edward Lee was born in 1947, but no one ever really called him Edward. He's Teddy to everyone, according to his sister Barbara Haney Hanley. Lee spent most of his life in Belmont, and notably, he helped take the Belmont High School football team to the state championships in 1964. In 1968, at the age of 22, Lee died in the jungles of Vietnam. Even though it's been 51 years since his death, Lee's sisters are still hearing new stories about their brother all the time. Hanley said it is not unusual to meet someone in Belmont that has a story about Lee she's never heard about. He was the he was the kind that made a mark. It's an Irish thing with big blue eyes and big wide grin. He made you smile, Hanley said. He made my mother go crazy sometimes, but he made you smile. McIsaac, who proposed naming the courts at Townfield after Lee, said in all his research he was unable to find anything negative about Lee. What originally got McIsaac interested in, his, uh, interested in learning more about Lee was in 2014 when his son received a scholarship from Belmont High School in the name of Lee and fellow Vietnam veteran Donnie Ray. Ray was also killed in action, but Lee and Ray played on the state championship football team together. After graduating, Lee held off on going to school at Northeastern University, choosing instead to join the Army. He served two tours in Vietnam, and there he received two Purple Hearts and one Silver Star for his service. He's a legitimate war hero. He served the two tours. He was killed in action. He was, by all accounts, outstanding, McIsaac said. McIsaac also played at the courts Lee played at, although a few decades later. He said Townfield is something that came up constantly in conversations McIsaac had with others. Even though Lee isn't the only Belmont resident who have fought and died in Vietnam, McIsaac said Townfield is a great place to not only remember the service of Lee, but other Vietnam veterans. There's probably a lot of people who are deserving to have things named after them, McIsaac said. I chose to have Teddy Lee as this kind of person because he represents all of the Belmont residents killed in Vietnam. He, re he represents all the veterans who served in Belmont. That's one way people can learn about the Vietnam War. For Lee's sisters, they can remember growing up at Townfield. There, there were sledding trips. The hill really wasn't very, uh, wasn't 
that big, uh, Hanley said, watching their dad umpire at games and just countless adventures at the park. Uh, to pick, uh, to pick the field uh, for this kind of memory, Hanley said, this is a full circle for Teddy. He came home. It's just like a life circle, a perfect, perfect place for remembrance for him. On April 29th, town meeting will be voting on a request for Community Preservation Act funds in the amount of $700,000 from Friends of Town Field Playgrounds, CPA, to update the existing playground with more modern accessible structures, as well as basketball and pickleball courts, which are in disrepair. And now over to my colleague, Claire. Thank you, Bob. Meet the new Wellington Elementary Principal by Joanna K. Zavellis. Dr. Heidi Paisner-Rothman has accepted the position as principal of the Wellington Elementary School beginning July 1st, 2019. Paisner-Rothman is an assistant principal in English Learners Program coordinator in the Wayland Public Schools. She began her career in education as a first grade teacher in the New York City Public Schools in 1998. In 2001, Paisner-Rothman moved to Massachusetts and began a 15-year tenure in the Wayland Public Schools, where she worked as a first grade teacher, special education teacher, a special education liaison, and team chairperson. Her tenure in Wayland was punctuated by a three-year position in the School of Education at Boston College between 2013 and 2016. Paisner-Rothman earned a Ph.D. in Curriculum and Instruction from Boston College, a Master's Degree in Special Ed from Bank Street College, and a Bachelor's Degree from Columbia University. The Citizen Herald asked Paisner-Rothman a few questions recently via email to help the community get to know her better. Why did you decide to go into the field of education? I have wanted to be an educator since high school. I entered the field because I loved working with children. Over time, that feeling has not gone away, but I have also found the field of education to be intellectually stimulating and incredibly fulfilling. I am constantly amazed by my students' tenacity, creativity, and insightfulness. What appealed to you about the Belmont Principal position? I was drawn to Wellington's core values and to its commitment to creating a community in which every learner feels safe, welcome, and included. My meetings with the teachers, administrators, and families convinced me that Wellington truly is a kind and caring community. What are you looking forward to most about your new role as principal of the Wellington Elementary School? I am really excited to meet the students on the first day of school. There is nothing more thrilling than greeting young learners as they enter the building ready to begin a new school year. The excitement is palpable. How would you describe your principal style? First and foremost, I am relational. I work really hard to develop and nurture strong relationships with students, families, and teachers. I am also collaborative in nature. I love learning with and from those around me. What do you love about working with elementary age students? I love that young students are excited to come to school each day. 
I believe it is our responsibility to keep that love of learning alive throughout their time in elementary school. I also enjoy forming strong partnerships with families. Elementary school is an ideal time period for that type of collaboration. For someone who hasn't met you yet, what would you want them to know about you? I am a lifelong learner. I am happiest when I am learning new skills and exploring new concepts. What do you hope to accomplish in the coming school year? I hope to do a lot of listening and learning this year. I plan to get to know the students, families, and teachers, and to develop a deeper understanding of the culture, structure, and routine of the school. I have a lot of names to learn. That's one of my first priorities. Now over to Max. Thanks, Claire. Town meeting begins April 29th by Joanna Kate Savellis. Town meeting members will have m many major decisions to make beginning April 29th, which will impact how people refer to the Board of Selectmen, the length of the town moderator's term, community preservation projects, zoning for inclusionary house housing, and the single residence B district, achievement of carbon emission reduction objectives, and small repair businesses. Number one, gender-neutral name change for Board of Selectmen. A majority vote by town meeting will change the official name of the Selectmen and Board of Selectmen to Select Board. Two, town moderator's term. A majority vote will authorize the Selectmen to petition the General Court for special legislation to change the town moderator's term of office from one year to three years beginning at the annual town election in 2021 and every third annual town election thereafter. Number three, community preservation projects. There are eight projects seeking 1.3 million in Community Preservation Act funding for fiscal 2020. Approval will, will require a majority vote by town meeting. The projects are $787,575 to renovate the historical facade of the Belmont Police Station on Concord Ave. $100,000 to repair the slate roofs of the Town Hall Complex. $66,250 to restore the tower clock at the First Church in Belmont and replace the ladder. $1 million to design Phase 1B of the Community Path, Brighton Street to Clark Street. $60,000 to return to restore the Town Field Playground and Courts. $90,000 to build a Payson Park Musical Festival bandstand. $20,000 to preserve and restore the vegetation around Clay Pit Pond. And $25,400 to control non-native and invasive vegetation at the Rock Meadow Habitat Preservation. Number four, amend zoning bylaw for inclusionary housing. A two-thirds vote will be required by town meeting to attend to amend the zoning bylaw pertaining to inclusionary housing. In the fall of 2018, the Belmont Housing Trust asked the planning board to amend the bylaw to bring it into alignment with the town's peer communities and clarify and simplify subsections of the bylaw. The proposed zoning amendment will reduce the threshold when affordable housing is required from 20, some, excuse me, from 40 dwelling units to 20. It will delete a provision that regulates mixed-use developments differently, which will simplify the bylaw. It will also pr provide needed clarity of the cash payment options for, quote, for sale, unquote, affordable units by standardizing the requirement for exercising the cash payment option. Number five, 
amend zoning bylaw for single residence B district. A two-thirds vote will be required by town meeting to amend the zoning bylaw for non-conforming single and two-family residential structures in the single residence B district. The changes would ensure that teardown slash rebuilds and additional reflect the the current character of the neighborhood in terms of density, mass, bulk, height, etc. The planning board's amendment establishes criteria for new homes and large additions on non-conforming lots less than 12,000 square feet and or 90 feet of frontage. A special permit from the planning board will be required for new homes and additions that increase the height in feet to the ridge or the number of stories or the gross floor area of the existing non-conforming structure by more than the lesser of 30% or 700 square feet. Also, the criteria for granting a special permit will consider the topographic conditions faced by applicants and the the degree to which applicants mitigate potential detrimental impact upon abutters. The other amendment would limit the the height of additions or new homes to 30 feet to the midpoint, 34 feet to the ridge. The front setback will need to align with adjacent homes and installation of HVAC and other mechanical equipment will be prohibited in front yards. Such equipment will also require appropriate screening. Number six, non-binding resolution for climate action plan. A majority vote by town meeting will adopt a non-binding climate plan resolution which will move Belmont toward achieving its carbon emission reduction objective 80% by 2050. According to Belmont's Energy Committee Chairman Roger Colton, the resolution is the next step in achieving the town's climate action goals contained in the Climate Action Plan approved by a special town meeting in 2009. Finally, number seven, Citizens' Petition for Non-Binding Resolution. A majority vote by town meeting will support statewide protection and restoration of the, quote, right to repair, unquote, currently introduced in the Massachusetts House of Representatives as Bill H-218 and the Massachusetts Senate as Senate Bill 107. The citizen's petition was submitted by Precinct 8 Town meeting member Paul Roberts. According to Roberts, the right to repair is what it sounds like, a legal right to repair the stuff you own or to have others, friends, neighbors, or an independent repair professional do so for you. He said in recent years, manufacturers of all manner of devices from phones to home appliances to automobiles are increasingly using a variety of means to impair the ability of owners to repair and service their own property. If passed, right to repair would require manufacturers of digital electronic products sold in the Commonwealth to make available to owners and independent repair facilities any diagnostic or repair information including technical updates, software, service access passwords, and service documentation that they provide to authorize repair providers. Over to you, Bob. Thank you, Max. How Traffic Will Flow During and After Construction by Joanna K. Zavallis. June 18th, the day after school lets out for the summer, will be the first official day of construction for the first phase of the grades 7 to 12 Belmont High School building project. Access to the VHS property will be limited to authorized personnel only until the first day of the school year for the 2019-2020 academic year, which will be September the 4th. Phase one is the building of the grades nine through 12 portion of the building. 
attached to the existing field house gymnasium and pool. It, it is expected to be completed in the summer of 2021. During this time, there will be no access to Concord Avenue from the current one-way driveway. Only construction vehicles will be allowed to use the driveway. All other traffic will enter the high school property from Hittinger and Underwood or Trowbridge Street and exit from Hittinger Street to Blanchett Avenue or Trowbridge Street to Concord Avenue. Construction vehicles will park on both sides of Concord Avenue, which, uh, which has approximately 100 spaces. There will be a police details at the intersection of Golden, at Golden Street and Concord Avenue. Phase two is the building of the seventh and eighth grade portion of the school. The existing high school building, except for the field house gymnasium and pool, will be demolished during this phase and the new building will be, uh, and the new building will be built. It is expected to be completed in the summer of 2023. During phase two, the new two-way Concord Avenue entrance and exit will be open. Construction vehicles will only be allowed to enter and exit the site from Trowbridge Street. Student parking will be located west of Harris Field and on Concord Avenue during phase two. On April 10, the Belmont High School Traffic Working Group met with residents on the streets which will be impacted most by the BHS construction project to review traffic calming measures being considered during and after construction. According to the BHS Building Project Traffic Consultant Bill Schwartz of Nelson Nygaard, the volume of morning high school traffic entering and exiting the high school when, it, when it's completed on the new driveway to and from Conkin Avenue will increase from 292 to 910 vehicles. The volume of high school traffic on Hittinger Street will increase from 251 to 464 vehicles. The volume of afternoon high school traffic when the project is completed will increase from 196 to 963 vehicles entering and exiting the driveway to or from Concord Avenue and 169 to 342 cars entering or exiting Hittinger Street. The consultant is considering changes to encourage more bikers and walkers. On Underwood Street, one of the options is to add another bike lane and sidewalk to Underwood Street and, pro and to pro prohibit on-street parking. Another option is to add an extra-wide sidewalk to be used by walkers and bikers. Neighbors on Underwood Street do not want to eliminate on-street parking and prefer the option with the extra-wide sidewalk. And now on to Claire. Thanks, Bob. The Hot Mercado set to open April 27th. Belmont Dramatic Club Spring Musical Comedy to Entertain Audiences by Joanna Zavellas. The Belmont Dramatic Club Spring Musical Comedy, Hot Mercado, promises to give audiences an experience to remember. Four performances will be held April 27th and 28th and May 4th and 5th at the Payson Park Church, 365 Belmont Street. According to co-producer Cheryl Welch, Hot Mercado is based on The Mercado by W.S. Gilbert and Arthur Sullivan, updated to 1940s style. She describes it as a nonsensical love story. 
The son of Mikado, the Japanese emperor, runs away because he is betrothed to a tough older woman he does not want to marry. He falls in love with another woman who is betrothed to a Lord High Executioner. It gets interesting when the Emperor's son volunteers to be the one executed as long as he can be married to the executioner's fiance for one month. The Japanese set design is combined with big band music directed by Berkeley College of Music student Isaiah Evans. It's hilariously funny and silly, said Welch. Co-producer Marcus Hatch said Hawk Mikado was chosen for its sophisticated lyrics and joyous melodies, which raised the roof with sheer exuberance in its celebration of love, finding its way to conquer all obstacles. There are two overlapping love triangles, a missing heir to the throne, and Gilbert and Sullivan's catchy tunes and witty dialogue, said Hatch. The Belmont Dramatic Club is a nonprofit organization founded in 1903 and is the second oldest continuously operating and performing community theater group in the United States, according to Welch. Now over to Max. Thanks, Claire. BHS project above budget. Building committee will make adjustments to stay within the $236 million budget by Joanna K. Savellas. Now that the design for the grades 7 to 12 high school building project has been finalized, the estimators presented the BHS Building Committee with total construction costs on April 12th. The total is $30 million over the $236 million budget and 12% higher than it should be, according to BHS Building Committee member Chairman Bill Lavallo. On Monday, April 22nd, 5 p.m. in the Homer Municipal Building at Art Gallery, the BHS Building Committee present, was presented with a list of items that may be eliminated, reduced, or modified from the project's architect, Perkins and Will. Lavallo said his committee will need to decide what to cut or change to meet the project's budget by April 26th. Each item on the list will have an associated cost and a list of pros and cons to allow the Building Committee to evaluate the impact of each item before a decision is made, according to Lavallo. The design development submission for the BHS building project is due to the Massachusetts School Building Authority, MSBA, by the end of this month, said Lavallo. On April 9th, school committee shortened a list of 16 proposed names for the new 7-12 to 12 high school. Belmont Middle High School, Belmont Middle Dash High School, and Belmont Middle and High School. A survey was sent to faculty, staff, and students on April 10th to get input on the new name. The school committee will consider input and likely vote the final name of the school at its April 23rd meeting. The survey is only something for the SC to take into consideration in voting on the school name, according to school committee chairman Susan Burgess-Cox. Groundbreaking ceremony. A groundbreaking ceremony for the BHS building project is planned for 11 a.m. on May 28th at the Belmont High School construction site. Over to you, Bob. Thank you, Max. Administrators Moving On by Joanna K. Zavallis. Dr. Tricia Clifford, principal of the Burbank Elementary School, and Torrance Lewis, assistant principal of the Upper Chenery Middle School, are both leaving the district. Their last days will be June 30th. According to Belmont Public Schools Human Resource Director Mary Peterson, Clifford will become the assistant 
superintendent in Bedford. Lewis will be a principal for Brookline Public Schools. Superintendent John Phelan said the Chenery Middle School administration will be run will run a research process for Lewis's replacement and an interim principal for Burbank for the 2019-2020 school year will be posted. The permanent principal position for the Burbank will be posted uh, for a July 1, 2020 start. And now over to Claire. Thank you, Bob. Senior Center to host Urbanity Dance Studio. Belmont Senior Center will host Urbanity Dance Studio of Boston's Dancing with Parkinson's six-week session at 9.30 a.m. Mondays, beginning April 22nd at the Beach Street Center, 266 Beach Street, Belmont. Dance with Parkinson's is a class for individuals with Parkinson's disease and other movement disorders who wish to keep active and move in a fun, welcoming, safe environment. Instructor Betsy Graves, director of Boston's Urbanity Dance Studio, will guide participants through exercises designed to enhance and maintain mobility, flexibility, balance, posture, coordination, and strength, which are easily modified for various levels of mobility. In this social creative outlet, participants can discover or rediscover the joy of movement. Caregivers and loved ones are welcome to attend, although not required. All are welcome. Chairs will be provided for those who like to dance seated. No previous dance experience is required. There will be a nominal fee depending on the number of participants. The more dances there are, the smaller the individual charge. For information, contact the Beach Street Senior Center at 617-993-2970. Now, here's Max. Thank you, Claire. Upcoming Special Education Parent Events. On April 24th, Belmont Special Education Parent Advisory Committee, BSAPAC, presents a parent information session, Basic Rights, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. at Burbank Elementary School Cafeteria, 266 School Street, Belmont. Entrance to the cafeteria is on the side of the building by the parking lot. This workshop provides families with an introduction to their rights and responsibilities under the Individuals with Disability Education Act, IDEA, Massachusetts Special Education Law, and No Child Left Behind, NCLB. It is designed to help parents to learn how to be effective partners with their child's school to decide the child's eligibility for special education and to plan, make decisions, and monitor their child's progress in school. Back to you, Bob. Along with my colleagues, Claire and Max, we want to thank you for listening to the Talking News and hope you've enjoyed the show. We will return next week for another edition of Local News Happenings Around Belmont. <laughs>